0: getting a lot of texts uh on this issue around the uh provincial police force again the question being it's not provincial police force i shouldn't say that at least not in this instance um but a lot of people saying where, where where is this coming from and well it's coming from grand prairie this is not an initiative of the province this is grand prairie that's exploring it now i'm not saying it's a done deal but there are certainly people that think it's a very good idea for grand prairie among them the mayor of grand prairie jackie clayton and i'm delighted that jackie has time to join us today mayor thanks so much for your time Thanks for having me. Okay, so to start the process, let's just clarify. Um, it's May 6th, right? That's when this will come to a vote before council? No, no, no. It's March 6th. March 6th. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I've got March written here. And for some reason, I said May. And that vote, ultimately, that's the one and only vote. That will decide whether or not Grand Prairie begins the process of transitioning to a municipal force, Correct.
1: It's, it's not truly really the one and only vote. It is the, the vote that's coming up, uh, for council to make that decision. Earlier in the week, we had right. a council committee to the whole to forward it to council for consideration. Um, I, there is always an option to table it to move forward. However, March 31st is the da- the deadline we need to let the RCMP know
0: if we're renewing their contract or if we're serving them notice um, on some, another format. Um, and why is this happening now? What started this? Was there was there um, a push from the community? Was it something the council really? It's been going on for a while. It goes back a number of months and years. But why though? What what started this move?
1: I think that's a really great point. This isn't a new conversation. Right. Yeah. In previous councils, uh, we we put a lot of money to helping create a, a safer community by enhancing our police service. Um, and, and we saw the statistics that we were becoming a safer community. However, residents didn't feel like our, our community was safer. So in 2021, we underwent a police service model review, which was a 122-page report. The Public Information Council uh, went through it, discussed it, asked administration and the, the consultant multiple questions. And it really highlighted areas where we could improve. It highlighted areas that the RCMP are doing a good job. But there was enough information there that it led Council to want to know more what it would look like um, to if we were interested in having another service beside the RCMP. So from there Council um, passed a motion to hire a third-party contractor who then in turn uh, presented a report to to show us what a transition would look like. And so there's been uh, extensive community consultation on this. Um, At one point um, we had our largest single engagement on any consultation topic in in the city's history. And so, um, you know, it really has been a thorough conversation. I can say, though, that some people may seem surprised, but those people obviously didn't listen to the news or weren't aware that we were going down this path of consulting the community because this police service review as well as this discussion on the transition plan has been ongoing for multiple years.
0: Uh, Tell us more about that consultation. Like you say, the community obviously involved, but so were a number of different groups or a number of different, you know, uh, stakeholders that were involved. Just give us a better idea of when you talk about the consultation, what did that look like?
1: The community consultation uh, included uh, 17 different external parties, so stakeholder groups, you know, the Chamber of Commerce, um, youth groups, multiple organizations. It included um, online opportunities to engage. It included um, opportunities at, at, at a facility in our community where you could come out and learn more about what the current model does serve for us and what the opportunities um, are in regards to um, other service models. So the consultation was not only extensive in our community, uh, it was online it was two stakeholder groups um it was it was very thorough uh, in our community and it was not a short period of time um it was over multiple months
0: right yeah and of course the whole point of the the report is to to weigh the pros and the cons so let's get into it. what are the pros uh, as you look at it i know you've spoken in favor of making the change what do you see as being the positives for the community of grand prairie if if the policing model has changed
1: Well, and and to be clear, um, I don't think we've actually come to a point where I've said, yeah, this is the path we should go down. Uh, Council will make that and have that very thorough discussion and debate on March 6th. The big piece for me and for Council yesterday that provided a lot of comfort was knowing that the provincial government now is providing the funds over two years. Uh, It's 90% of three years of the funding a front-loaded into two years, uh, if we wish to pursue this. So it's giving us the confidence that um, the province will support the city of Grand Prairie
0: should we decide to proceed with a municipal police service. Did you ask for that support, or did the province come up with it on their own?
1: no absolutely we asked for it it was something that at no date or time did we want to burden our own taxpayers we wanted to know that if we were going to go down this path that we had the support from the province to ensure that the the cost of transitioning would not burden our Mm -hmm. ratepayers. we you know we could have gone ahead without it, I guess, if if, if, if Council chose to, There, you know, we could look at um, borrowing money, use reserves, but our goal was to work with the province. We lobbied the government for support in this transition, and so yesterday's announcement is, is great news. It provides us confidence going forward that they want to work with us should we
0: choose to go down this path. Gotcha. Okay, so 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 like we said, uh, you, you you haven't one hundred percent said that you're you're going to vote in favor of this change. But when you take a look at it, what are the pros? What what do you see as being? Hey, this would be a good thing for Grand Prairie. Should we change our policing model?
1: Yeah, you know it's it's that's a great question. I think it's a little bit unfortunate that some people are assuming that this has been a short process. So for looking at the opportunities because it has been such a ongoing discussion over multiple years, the recent um reports including the service review and the transition review show that the opportunities um for Grand Prairie are increased local oversight, um local accountability and efficiency through a local police commission, uh local decision making. Um there's an opportunity for improved officer recruitment based on local candidate development. Uh, We know that there's an opportunity for increased officer retention based on the the officers in our community having strong community ties. And there's more um, opportunity for the city to have control over cost elements and the ability to readily direct costs with more detail than is currently available in the current policing model.
0: You mentioned costs, and I think that's always raised as part of the problem or the barrier The when we talked to other municipalities who said they don't want to do this is the cost of administering this police force. It's just not a cost effective for them. The report that you did, um, would it change the cost of policing for the city of Grand Prairie in terms of what you have to pay? Would it be more expensive, less expensive? Would it be the same?
1: Yeah, so the study shows that the policing costs are estimated to be less than what is currently uh, continued under the RCMP contract. Uh, we know that um, people may not no, but the city owns the assets. We own the building. We own the vehicles. We own, you know, the weapons. And, and we've been paying for those for a long period of time. Uh, the item, you know, some of those items obviously get replaced on a regular basis. But I think that it needs to be known that we already own a lot of the assets. So in the consideration, um, it it appears on all costs uh, that the service will come in at the same pricing or potentially less because of the more local control
0: of this uh, operation. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Back to the process. The vote happens coming up March 6th. Um, What happens following that? If it is approved, I mean, what kind of a timeline? We know this is transitional funding. What is that transitional period? How long would it take, do you think?
1: yeah so the report that was put forward is a five-year transition so in the first year um if council were to pass this on March 6th, we then go speak to the minister, send a letter that we're looking um, for approval to change policing models, as well um, that we want to form a municipal police service. Then we need to pass a bylaw creating a police commission, notify the government of Canada of our intention. We the commission then is implemented and they go out and hire a police chief. So, uh, but the transition itself would be over five years. The early years is a slower transition, and it's really um, as you step into full actualization of the municipal police force, you're decreasing the RCMP force. So over the years, uh, you'll see there's a duplication of services, and that is um, some of the transition dollars are attributed to the fact that um, there is a duplication of service for a few years.
0: Which, I mean, it would make sense. You don't want to have gaps, right? It's better to have that than to have holes.
1: Well, and and this really was never intended to be a financial question about, let's do this because it potentially could save money. This was always intended to be offering a service that fit the needs of our community. The province has said they're enabling municipalities to go out and find a service model that fits their Mm -hmm. community. And so in this review, we know that the province has given us an opportunity if we choose to take it, where we will have a service that we feel fits our community, our unique needs, and really, at the end of the day, live in a community that is a safer-feeling community, and statistically, we know we'll have um, the input 79% of the top largest communities in Canada currently are policed by a municipal police force. And when you look at those statistics, 84% of communities that are a regional hub such as ours are policed by a regional or a municipal police force. These services are unique. They're they're fit to the needs of the community in order to get to achieve the goal, and it's Council's goal to have the safest community
0: as possible. Um, Mayor, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us today.